Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, Megan Hall, psychology grad student, spouse, mom, and advocate for change. On this podcast, I provide a space for women to share their stories. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today and enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, today I'm here with Lexi. Lexi Vasquez is a driven and passionate entrepreneur. At 19, she had made a $100,000 deal in the tech field. Oh my gosh, at 19, I didn't even have my shit together. (laughs) By the age of 20, Lexi was a homeowner. Again, I didn't have my shit together at 20. So like, this is impressive to me. (laughs) In 2019, she was successfully, or she successfully secured the title of being the number one sales rep in Florida. In 2020, she quit her secure, stable job and started her own business. Today, we're going to talk about her struggles with staying consistent and creating habits. Yes. Uh, Lexi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hi. Uh, Thank you for having me. So as your bio said, you had some struggles uh, with staying consistent and creating habits. It started when you were a lot younger. Um, (laughs) And we all think like, I'm thinking here, I'm like, well, you had your shit together at like 19. Um, (laughs) I was, I was a hot mess. Um, So uh, what, what brought you to that point? So basically my parents got divorced when I was five years old and they were both great parents, nothing against either of them. And they've always been around my whole life, but it really, I really struggled with the consistency and the routine because the way that my parents did this arrangement was I was one week with my mother and one week Mm. with my father. So growing up, you have two different homes. You're packing a bag every single week. You have to pack up all your school stuff. You're dealing with a lot of things that you don't necessarily have to deal with when your parents are together. For example, if you see your dad only on the weekends and stuff like that. So for me in the long run, it, 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 even now I still struggle sometimes even getting up out of bed Mm -hmm. uh, because it's just mentally, like, I just need to push myself and be consistent, write lists, et cetera because of going back and just never having a routine. I never grew up with a a steady routine. It was always just a thousand different things and then different homes. And it, it was just a constant imbalance. I would say when you're a kid that you need this consistent life, you need this routine, like the most stable household needs a routine. And for me, I just never really had that until I became much older And I basically took my life into my hands. I moved out um, of my mom's house at 15 and I moved out of my dad's house at 16 and I ended up going to live with my grandmother. And once I moved in with her at 16, I, you know, was, I had my car, I was driving to school every single day on my own. I played extracurriculars, I was in different clubs, et cetera, but it was really, I was really able to then to create a routine. And once I had that routine down packed, I was able to strive in that environment because I never had that before. Yeah. Uh, I, my parents divorced, but not as young as your parents. I wasn't as young. I was 13 when they did. And that's, that's dramatic as it is, right? Like it, it messes you up as a kid. Like I was an older kid, but it's like, 
hard. <laughs> yeah. And in my case, my parents were absolutely horrible to each other. So like they were like trying to turn us against each other. Um, fortunately, we were not in a situation where we, my parent, my dad moved to Florida, ironically, um, we're talking about this from New York. So they lived in different States. So we weren't back and forth the same way you were. So I can't even imagine how that uprooted your life considering like that's all the time. It was hard enough when we went on, um, you know, spring break and summer break and all those things to a different parent's home. Yeah. And I mean, my parents also had me at a really young age. My dad was 19. My mom was 18. So it was, when they basically separated when I was five, they were both also so young and getting their own shit together. Yeah. So it was hard enough for them getting their stuff together. And I mean, point given, they're great parents. I, I really don't have the complaints of them being, you know, everyone has their faults. But yeah. for the most part, like, I mean, I'm obviously where I am because of them, you know, so uh, I can't really complain in that aspect, but yeah, they, they were horrible to each other too. <laughs> and I mean, now I would say in the last five years is when my parents have like, all right, my mom, they moved on opposite sides of the County. My mom lives in the keys. My dad lives in the city and they don't really speak to each other, but when they do see each other, they're amicable. So we've come a long That's way. Good. <laughs> yes. And so important for kids, right? Like, um, I had my oldest daughter when I was really young too. I was, uh, I turned 17 two months after she was born. So she's about to be 19 in a month. And I'm like, Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Um, (laughs) yeah. So I can understand, I can relate to your parents, you know, and the struggle of like being young parents and like, it's, it's, hard and you know you're growing up with your kids which may have also played into like this consistency thing right they're growing up with you and learning like who they are and in what they want to do and all those things as they're raising you doing the same thing yeah exactly so it's it's it was interesting our relationships now I'm close with both my parents and we have like a different dynamic. Like my dad and I are literally like brother and sister and we're in the same industry. So we just have a lot of things in common. And then my mom, my mom's like, yeah, she's the cool mom, but she's also like, she tries to be stern, but it's like, I'm, I'm grown already. So she's already like, whatever. She has another daughter that's 15. That's my sister. And she's struggling with that one. So <laughs> But yeah, when it comes to consistency, I mean, I still, I still struggle with it. There's days that I, it's like pin needles in my face of needing to get things done. And I just have to push myself and um, it's gotten better, but I mean, everyone has those days. Yeah. And, and I'm a, I'm a mess if like my routine, (laughs) because I was like you, right? Like when I was younger where I didn't have a routine and nothing was consistent, I was a hot mess. (laughs) Like I couldn't even, I I went like right out of uh, high school, I went to college and like, there was multiple factors that played into me flunking out, but part of it was there was no consistency. It was like, you know, there was no, like, this is when we're going to do homework. And this is when we're going to do this. It was just like, fit it in wherever you can. And, you know, there was never a plan. And I'm back in college now, like over a decade later. And now it's like, this is when we're going to do homework. And this is what we're going to do. And if I get like thrown off that routine, it is, (laughs) it's hard to get back, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, when I go to, when I travel and getting back from traveling, it's so bad. It takes me probably like two weeks to get back into like the actually working and the consistency. And I'm, I mean, I, I own my own business and I'm in the tech field, but the majority of my business for me is telemarketing. So if I don't make my calls, I don't close deals. And then, you know, I can't pay my house. I can't pay my car. (laughs) And still that does not drive me. Like the success part of it does not drive me. I have to literally push myself because if not, I'll stay in bed watching Law and Order all day. Yeah, <laughs> so I can relate to that, but generally mine is caused by depression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I don't want to get out of bed, but I have like children, and then I have to get out of bed. But yeah, I'm sure sometimes your dogs are like, "Hey, um, you got to get out of bed to walk me and <laughs> feed me." I wish the they things. were like that. I literally wish they were like that. They will. They're, they're bums. They're bums. They will stay in bed all day. Like they will not pee. They will not eat. They will stay in bed all day if they have the choice. Well, they're then they're not even bums. like helping. They're not aiding <laughs> no. this whole getting out of bed thing. No. So I mean, I I put together my little routine and. And um, eventually the goal is to write a book on this, but, um, you know, haven't had the time yet. <laughs> I'm sure you could relate. Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, when it comes to consistency, it's all about putting in together a plan and taking action on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't let those thoughts overcome what you need to do. You know, at the end of the day, no one's going to do it if you don't. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, then who's going to do it? So, no, I, you know, and then when you get in this, you're like, oh, I'm just going to take a little break. And you take like a couple of days off. It is so hard, like, um, over the summer or no over winter break. So school, you know, I had winter break. I like got in the habit of like a couple of days. I was like playing video games with my kids and I was having a good time, but then to get back in, into it and into that routine. So hard. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's so difficult. And um, when that happens, I basically go back in little by little. I don't try to overcome everything. Like I don't dive right in because then you're going to overwhelm yourself. And if you have anything in common with me, I have horrible anxiety and that will bring on an anxiety attack. So I just go in little by little. I make a list of the things that I need to get done that day. And if I accomplish half of them, I'm happy. And then you just push them on to the next day. And that's pretty much how I create my routine in that retrospect and aspect. And if I miss the gym, I literally go into severe depression every day. So I think there's something that everyone has to just, I don't know if you can relate to this, but at least myself, I need something to let off the steam, Mm. the stress, the anxiety, the depression. I think everybody has at least a slight amount of depression. I know I do. I know my boyfriend does. So, uh, the st- like just if it's for a 30 minute walk around your block or, you know, going to the gym, if you want a heavy lift, that's what I do. I like putting myself through torture <laughs> or, you know, just playing with your dogs at the park, just any little thing just to distract you. And because you do need a break on a daily basis, you do need a break. You need, you need your own time. If that means just your 30 minute shower, 20 minute shower, of you getting just breathing and doing your own thing, you need that space because if you don't, then you're going to lose your mind. You're going to have an anxiety attack or you're going to go into a deep train of thought that you're it's going to take you weeks and able to recover. Yeah. Uh, so when I the 
my, my classes are at night. So on the days I don't have classes, my little nice thing is I walk a quarter mile, my kids to the bus stop. And then I walk back and I do that twice in one day. And it's nice on the way back or on the way back in the morning and on the way there in the, the afternoon. Cause I don't have any kids and I get to like, just enjoy it. We live, um, in a rural type area, uh, on a dirt road. So like, there's not like a lot of like houses or a lot of like buildings. And so it's really pretty even in the winter time. And so that's enjoyable to me. And on the nights that I have classes, it's an hour drive. So like that hour drive is like, people are like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing an hour drive, but it is great. Cause I'm all by myself in my car. I can like listen to my podcast or I can listen to music. And it's just a time to like decompress because I don't have to deal with people unless, you know, people are being assholes on, on the highway, but otherwise I don't have to deal with people. (laughs) Um, and so it's great. It's a time. So I can relate to that. You know, you need that time to kind of like be by yourself and like have that time to decompress. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everyone needs that. Even if it's just like five minutes alone, in your backyard, you just need a break at one point in your day. You can't just continuously hustle and be on the move or dealing with the kids or dealing with the dogs, dealing with your parents, whatever it may be, dealing with your husband. <laughs> you have to take a break because if not, you're, you're going to drive yourself insane. Oh, absolutely. And I really cannot wait for it to warm up here in Connecticut so that I can go outside and enjoy the time. So like when it's really warm out, I'll go outside when I can um, take my homework outside and I'll go outside and just sit in the sunshine and enjoy the nature because we live on seven acres of land. So it's, it's mainly woods. Like there's only one acre that's cleared. So like get to see the animals, get to see the birds, get to see the fat ass squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that sounds beautiful. I live in Miami. My neighbors are like, I go back outside. I hear my neighbors like talking, screaming at each other. So <laughs> I wish I had seven acres. <laughs> See, I grew up on 50 acres of land as a kid. So like when I moved to Virginia uh, and I lived near Virginia Beach, so busy, so many people, I was so overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my gosh, what? I live like right next to people. What is going on here? And that's how I feel every day of my life. (laughs) You're like, I need a break. I need to go someplace. Next vacation, just go like find a cabin in the woods. (laughs) I'm going to Wyoming actually in three weeks. So fingers crossed. I need some nature time because Miami is definitely a struggle right now. There's so many people moving here that they just created a new uh, area code for phone numbers because the 305 and 786 is no longer available. So So three area codes. So now we have three area codes. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine. That's just yeah. wild. 3000 people a day are moving to Miami. I mean, and I'm it's, on my way out. <laughs> it's, I'm like, it's warm down there. <laughs> it is warm. It is warm all year. Thank God. Except for like when it got cold enough that there were falling iguanas I read somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because we had a, we had a spur. I think it was like for a week, but it was between, I think the highest it was was 55 60 which for us I mean you everyone's here but don't don't even have jackets they're all going to Burlington or you see them with like the big puffer jacket that people wear in like negative two degree weather that's what they're wearing in 50 degree weather here (laughs) it's ridiculous but uh so yeah the iguanas did not do well and they were like falling and dying so 
Aww, there's that but my huskies were loving it <laughs> so. oh I bet <laughs> I've always wanted a husky so what how have you been able to create that consistency yeah I know you said you still struggle um as we all would um and as we all do I do uh but what has helped you the most in being able to do that what are some tips and tricks you have So little tricks I have is one, I don't let myself sleep in during the days that I am allowed to sleep in like Saturdays and Sundays. I, me sleeping in would be 8am. Yeah, me too. And then, yeah. And on the weekdays, I wake up at 530 every day and I just put together a plan the night before, like for example, sometimes I'm too busy during the week. So on Mondays, what I usually do is I have um, a calendar and I do the block, the blocking So for example, and then I'll put my phone on do not disturb so I don't get distracted with social media because they have that focus feature. And I make sure, you know, I have 60 calls that I have to do today. I need to send this out, send that out. I want to work out. I want to go see my grandma. Like everything is scheduled. My me time, my shower time, everything is scheduled. And that's helped me to basically put in a, a plan and a routine where I don't have the time to think, okay, Um, now I have time to my thoughts and I need to think about this and I don't want to do this and procrastinate because procrastination is real. A lot of people get stuck in their own heads and then they procrastinate the tasks they don't want to do. I do the tasks I don't want to do first. And then I have the Mm. easier tasks in the afternoon. And that tends to help me with the consistency and, um, staying on the path of where I'm supposed to be. Another thing that's helped me is when I wake up in the morning I try to stay off my phone for at least 10 minutes when I wake up. Um, I'll stretch and obviously wash my face, brush my teeth, use the bathroom. And just those 10 minutes of like quiet time, even if I have to wake up a little bit earlier, I have that. And it helps me get my thoughts in place. Because another thing is social media, we're in a generation that so many people are comparing themselves. Mm. Oh, I'm not this successful like this person. I don't have a body like this person. I, you know, I I don't have a house. I don't have the job that I want. I still live with my parents. That's all okay. Everyone has their own plan in life. You know, you just have to make sure that you're doing everything you can in order to continue with your life and continue with the plan that you want to create for yourself. But I mean, I have all my friends, uh, most of them still live with their parents and that's perfectly okay because they're in school. So that's great. You're going to school, you're getting things done just because you're not where other people you see on social media doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful. You're not going to accomplish your things. Success means different things for different people. Mm -hmm. And everyone needs to take that into consideration because look, some people may think that having their family being married, that's success in itself. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's something I consider successful, having a happy family, having your children. I think that's great. And then other people are the complete opposite, that they don't want children. They just want to go high in their career. They want to travel or whatever it is that they want to do. There's a plan for everyone and it doesn't all look the same. That's why I think and what I do is create my routine, what I need to get done. I don't I try to stay off my phone as much as possible. I really only go on my phone, like on social media and LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all of that at night when I have a break, you know, and that helps with the not comparing myself, not allowing those thoughts in my head and continuing with my routine. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to consistency. Consistency is key for anything you do in life. I really think 
Uh, I agree with you, social media, the comparison. And I think uh, people feel pressured to do things and uh, achieve things um, before they're ready. So for example, I said my daughter's 19. She's been on, out, out on her own since she's 18. Now she doesn't have like a really amazing paying job where like, it's not a big deal. She struggles. And I keep trying to convince her to move back in with us. And she's like, no, I'm independent. And I'm like, I think you think that you have to be out on your own at like 19 when you could live with us and and save up money and be able to be out on your own and not be struggling because you have money saved up. She won't listen to me. And I think social media like plays into that, you know, like, oh, I have to be out on my own at 18 because I'm an adult and I have to do this. Now, some people like you were able to like, you know, create a career early on and be able to afford that. But some people like your friends, like you said, they're going to college, they're doing whatever. And so they have to live with their parents. And I think, you know, instead of society pushing young people to be like, you have to get a job and you have to do this, like being more accepting of like, no, you don't have to, right? Like, I'm like, in my head, my 19 year old is not an adult. (laughs) No, come back, come back to the- I think it's also the pressure. I think it's also the pressure that plays such a significant part. I mean, at least for me, I moved out and it was a little bit because I was a teenager who wanted to do things my way and Mm -hmm. it was my way or the highway. And I look back on it and I think I should have stayed at my grandma's house a little bit longer. But I was lucky enough um, that my dad took me under his wing and I was able to establish a career under that. And, you know, eventually he sold his company where I started at at 15 and I thrived in the corporate sector, but I just didn't. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. The micromanaging and just the. uh, I would say I'm not bashing the corporate sector because, like I said, some for some people, that's amazing. But for me, I just feel like everyone had such a stick up their ass. Excuse my French. (laughs) (laughs) Such a stick up their ass. that It it was just, and the micromanagement. And it was just like, I'm in a very male dominated industry. And I was Mm. the only female sales rep in South Florida. And it was just not for me. It wasn't for me. And now I have the flexibility that I was able to create my own company, but I'm still working out of my house. You know, everybody has those challenges and, but I do look back on it and I do think, Hey, maybe if I stayed at my grandma's house a little bit longer, I could have accomplished a lot more instead of spending $30,000 in rent a year. Yeah. So I think about that a lot, but at the end of the day, I think this pressure, especially that, um, I'm I'm guessing she's 19, right? So Gen Z. She's going to be in, in, yeah, in a month. So Gen Z. Yep. So Gen Z. So uh, Gen Z, all these kids, my sister's 15. So that's how I know. I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm 23. I'm turning 24 this year, but I have no idea their lingo and like all these, no idea, but Gen Z, they build this pressure in their heads because they're seeing all these people being successful on like social media. And they're like 18 years old and they're buying these mansions. And I think the pressure is what, what's getting them to like move out and do these. And it may not be the right decision, but you know, maybe for some kids, at least for me, it made me get my head in the right direction, have to work my ass off. So, you know, I, I think maybe in your daughter's case, it really depends on like the pressure that, that she's putting on herself on the expectation of you think that you need to be doing this when really like you're only putting that on yourself because you don't have to do anything. And I think that comes with age. You have nothing to prove to anyone and not to care about what people think, but that takes a long time to, I mean, I think I've learned that in the past year. 
and I'm still <laughs> struggling with that. So I used to care way too much about what people thought about me. So, well, I'm going to be 36 this year and I still don't know what I want to do. I mean, I know what I want to do with my life. I want to be a psychology professor, but I'm still in school to like working towards that at almost 30. So I'll be 36 in like three months. And, and so I, I like that you keep bringing up like success is different for everybody and everybody's path is different because, you know, there, there is so much pressure, as you said, to, to do and be a certain way, instead of seeing like for everybody, it's different. And you said you really enjoy being an entrepreneur. I do not. I had two businesses and, um, that's not for me. I want a boss. <laughs> now I want to be in an industry like that's corporate industry sounds like something I wouldn't enjoy, but I want to go into an industry where I can teach and, and learn and all those things. And it won't be as high pressure as what you're talking about, but entrepreneurship was not for me. So I'm glad that you put it out for everybody. It's different. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, for everyone, it is different. That's why I think it's so important that you analyze what it is that you want. You know, I mean, obviously I have a list of long, which is another little hack that I do. I have, instead of doing new year's resolutions, I, I put it as new year's goals Mm. and I have my new year's goals and I have my short-term goals, like what I I want each quarter and my long-term goals. So one of my goals last year was to become debt-free. And that was a long-term goal. And luckily I accomplished it. This year, my long-term goal is to get my company to a certain number. And each quarter I have little short-term goals, like whatever, sell this money machine or do this or do that. And then I have also my personal ones, like finish remodeling my house. It took me three years to remodel because I decided (laughs) to live in it and stuff like that. I think it's important to have something to look forward to and always be chasing after something. So it may not be a job. It may not be an action. It could be like, for example, I want to go on this vacation. I want to do this to my house. I want to get a dog. Like just always be chasing a goal, whether it's long-term or short-term. And I feel that that will keep people motivated because a lack of consistency is a lack of motivation. Mm -hmm. So if you're striving for something, whether it be big or small, finishing school, um, you know, like I said, remodeling a house, getting a dog, having children, getting married, whatever it is. It could be literally going to the bookstore, going to Publix. That could be your goal for the day. But at least you're accomplishing something and you're keeping your word to yourself. Yeah. Because the worst thing you can do is say, I'm going to do this. And then you don't do it. And you're like, well, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Or I'm going to do it the next day. And it never happens. So it's important to push yourself and accomplish it because you're going to feel great after that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh I love goal setting and having things. So I have, uh, being a professor comes with some research, right? Like if you're working at a four year plus university, they expect you to get published every so often just to kind of bring like a spotlight onto the university, Uh, or at least this is what I'm being told by my professors. (laughs) And so I have a goal, uh, a long, long, long-term goal. Uh, there is my research interest is stigma and there is a health and stigma or, um, journal that like in the future, I want to get published in that journal. 
And so that's long-term Megan goals. Well, what do I have to do to become a professor and then eventually get, you know, into that journal? Well, right now I'm in a master's program and then I need to apply for a PhD program. And there's all these steps in between that I have to do, but it motivates me to stay on track. And when I want to like just go and zone out and do something instead of doing schoolwork, I'm like, no, there are goals here we need to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. You got it. And and those like, for example, uh, so panning it as, for example, when I was in school and what I did was, okay, I wanted my bachelor's. That was the ultimate goal because I want to be in whatever Forbes 30 under 30. That was the big term, long-term goal in between was my bachelor's and the goals that I would set for myself would be, okay, take this class this semester and finish it. And that was my short-term goal. And that helped me. And I hate school. I'm not good at school. <laughs> I, I, I never studied for a test, even in college. And I realized that I'm not a studier. And I think that's why I'm an entrepreneur because I, I just can't with school. I think I would have been a great attorney. I would have loved to do that, but I'm just, I, I physically, I did night school and it was nails on a chalkboard for me. It was very hard, but like I said, everybody's path is different. And I feel like I know everyone pushes school Mm. which obviously for what you want to do, you have to have school. There's right. no one around that. <laughs> but for people who are like me mm-hmm. and they're more in business and they're not wanting to do accounting, marketing, I do think you had, I got a marketing major, but at least for like management and stuff like that, I don't see it as necessary spending in school so expensive. Oh, You're spending yeah. $40,000 on a piece of paper when if you invest $40,000 in yourself, you get the certifications and you get yourself a nice job it's the same thing. You know, I think everybody's path is different and what you want to accomplish is really up to you and, and how you foresee your future. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with the school thing. So yes, there are jobs that require it, but I always tell my kids, like, don't go to college. If you don't one, don't know what you want to do. Two, if what you want to do does not require a college degree, and I think sometimes there are some industries that require a college degree that I'm like, that makes no sense. Like, that is very silly. Like, you don't need a college degree to do that, right? And I think there's so much pressure on um, getting a college degree when you may not need it. There's trades. Like you said, experience brought you to where you are. Like that didn't require a college degree that that was one of your goals, but that like, you didn't have to, to do what you were doing. And I think, you know, there's just so much pressure again, with social media and society that like, Oh, you need to go to college. No, there's trade school. There's experience. There's, you know, I told um, my daughter, cause she didn't, she doesn't know what she wants to do. I was like, go try different, like options and jobs and see like what, like what you like, and then pursue whatever you need to continue to move up in that job. It may not be a college degree. It might be um, learning some trade. It may be getting a certification. It may just need experience, Um, but figure it, figure it out. There's time. You don't have to figure it out right now. Like I said, I'm going to be 36 and only a couple of years ago, I figured out what I wanted to do with my life. So yeah, I couldn't agree more with you about college. It's, there's too much pressure. There's way too. Yeah. And I feel like it's more and more, there's so much pressure. Like at the end of the day, 
if you're going to be forty to sixty thousand dollars in debt and you're graduating with an underwater basket weaving degree, like what are you going to do with that? You know, right. what are you going to do? And it's like all these people that graduate college and they're like, yeah, I have a degree, but it's like I have a degree in like what? Liberal cooking? arts. <laughs> yeah, liberal <laughs> arts, cooking, and you're not even going to be a chef. Like you know, it. It's just take the pressure off. Take the pressure off. Figure out what you want to do because college. An associate's degree, okay, I get the two first two years. You don't pick your major anyway. You're doing right. standard classes. The first two years, it's all about finding out who you are, figuring out what you want to do. But I recommend if you need to take a break in between that and getting the bachelor's degree, don't spend the money on something unnecessary that you're probably not even going to end up doing. I changed my major in college too. I wanted, I originally wanted to be a speech pathologist and I am so far from that degree (laughs) it's ridiculous but that is what my goal was I wanted to be a speech pathologist and then I figured out who I was I figured out what I wanted in life I figured out what drove me and I planned accordingly but yeah it was it was very hard I struggled a lot in school and I struggled a lot with consistency I you know thank god I worked for my dad when I was 15 because I was late almost every single day (laughs) and I was probably not the best employee because I, I just couldn't, it was just not in me. It wasn't in me. And, and once I got that part in order of my life, and that this is something that I haven't even really spoken about with my parents. I hope they listen to this and they don't think I'm talking bad about them, but (laughs) it wasn't their fault. They both wanted to see me. They both wanted to be with me. So I am flattered but it was very hard to not have that consistency and not have that because it's still, I mean, it still impacts me to this day. And I've, I've put together these plans. I've put together these steps and I, I've come far from it and that is okay. It's okay to fail. And mm-hmm. I think people also need to take the pressure off of, I think failing creates your personality because you're going to fail more times than you're going to succeed. And it's about getting back up and finishing. So those are my little hacks on how it's kept me going. And I also have little boards in my office. I have that vision board that I created my five-year plan. And, you know, like entrepreneur nutritional facts I have on my wall right now that I'm looking at. So you have to lift yourself up. You need to love yourself. And I think that's with everything you do in life, because you can't love someone else if you don't love yourself. You can't succeed if you don't think you can succeed like it all goes back into loving yourself and if that means you know going to a life coach or going to therapy or whatever it means to you if therapy for you is reading a book listening to this podcast whatever it is to get you in the space that you are worthy you know you can succeed and that's what it is all about you need to make that first step and choose yourself. Yeah. And I like how you brought up, like, you're going to fail. Uh, Cause I feel like on social media, you either see like the highlight reel or you see like my life sucks real. Like you, there's rarely the in between or like uh, both. Right. I try to, I try to share both. Um, sometimes I don't do as well with it, but like, you'll see somebody on social media, like, I love my spouse. They're so amazing. Like our life is great. I'm like, 
you know, there is no perfect marriage. People like struggle, like, and, but then you're comparing yours to that. And you're like, oh my gosh, is there something wrong with my marriage? Because like, we aren't that perfect, but it's not, nobody's sharing it. And so I think people listening need to know, like, even if you see people that are saying like, they're super successful and they love this and love that, but they never share their struggle, they're struggling. They're failing somewhere. It's just, it's natural. Everybody does. And social media has this presence to it that I feel like, like I said, going back to the pressure, uh, everyone wants to think that they're perfect. And that's something actually it's on my, my little list of goals. Uh, I want to do more. I have like one reel from like last year, two reels of my house <laughs> and construction, but I want to have more of a presence on social media, on my Instagram specifically, and doing more reels that it's okay to talk about failing like it's I literally have a reel of you know one point I'm making my calls and all of a sudden I start crying and it's okay it's okay to feel that way your your emotions are valid the -hmm. way that people like you feel if you're upset if you know whatever the case of how you're feeling they're valid never belittle yourself because whatever you're feeling like I said it's valid like you need to go back to loving yourself. And for a long time, I would position myself around people that took advantage of me. And now I'm in a point where, yeah, I I have a boyfriend and no relationship is perfect. We're far from it, but we're happy. And we choose to continue to try and we choose to continue to fight for it. I actually posted on Instagram, this quote that I'm going to read right now, because it makes a lot of sense. Marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your heart. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your heart. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your heart. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Like I said, choose your heart. Life is never going to be easy. It will always be hard, but you can choose the heart that you choose to fight for. Choose wisely. And That's I feel great. like that really sits well in the conversation that we're having right now. What I think is key from everything we talked about and what I think listeners should take with them today is love yourself. Love yourself. Because if you choose you and you choose to get up every day, you create your routine, you set up your goals, etc. But you're choosing yourself. You're choosing to fight for yourself. No one else is going to fight for you if you don't fight for you. So the inconsistency, the dark thoughts, the not wanting to get out of bed, all of that, if you choose yourself, like make your heart stronger than your brain because everyone has it in them. Take off the pressure. See, you're taking away my final thing because I oh, always- I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just picking I do you. have that though. I wrote yes. that down. Okay. Because <laughs> we're at that point. No, I'm like, okay, we can stop there. We're good. No. <laughs> what would you like to leave the inspired women audience with? I would say anything that costs you your peace is too expensive. You're worthy. Like I said, your emotions are valid. Your feelings are valid and you need to fight for yourself. Yes. So I think that's the key thing. Everyone has it in them. It's just finding it and loving yourself, igniting that fire that you have within you. And you could find it at any age. <laughs> yes. At any age. I mean, uh, I don't know if, if I, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. So I'm going to say her character from Empire, uh, Cookie Lion, if anyone's watched that show. 
She actually was in The Help and she was in a bunch of other shows, but she didn't start acting until 40 years old. And everyone told her that she was going to fail. And at 50 years old, she was winning an Oscar and an Academy Award and a Golden Globe. Like she is amazing. At any age, you can accomplish your goals. I mean, most most entrepreneurs, if you look at um, Gary V, Gary V, he spent his whole 20s basically a mess and creating his podcast and all these things. But it wasn't heard. It wasn't like he didn't become successful. He didn't take off on social media. He didn't have a platform until his late thirties, I believe. Mm, that may yeah, be wrong, but 30s. I know it was way, way older than when he started. He literally talks about how he made like a thousand podcast videos and no one heard him until way later on in his life. So I think, yeah, that's another takeaway. You can accomplish anything you want at any age. It's not too, it's not too late to start and succeed. Well, Lexi, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.